The Comedy Zone podcast is a member of the Queen City Podcast Network, powered by Ortho Carolina. Find out more at queencitypodcastnetwork.com. From Charlotte, North Carolina, this is the Comedy Zone podcast. Find us on Twitter at the CZ Podcast. Email us at ComedyZonePodcast at gmail.com. Now, your host, Will Jacobs. Welcome to the Comedy Zone Podcast. Back at you. Jason is not here. He's uh, out working, I believe, right? Somewhere he's out, out west. He's some always somewhere crazy, like somewhere, Waco yeah. or somewhere. I, he's, some, he's somewhere crazy. Yeah. But we got one hell of a replacement. We do. We could uh, We could have done much worse. We could have done it. much worse. Than, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen, um, I don't even know how to introduce her. Uh, she is. Ba- she's a Charlotte institution. I mean, if you do comedy oh in Charlotte uh, and you don't know this woman, then you don't do comedy in Charlotte. Uh, so uh, our guest, without further ado, comedian Blair Nice is here. She Hi. is here. It's her first time with us. I, it is my first time. I don't really know how, but it is. I mean, I just, you know, sometimes you just, the tallest tree gets overlooked. That's all. That maybe that's, <laughs> I think that's, we were overlooking the tree. Yeah. We're, that's what we, we have tried in the past to book you on the yeah, show. I th- I, yeah, I've actually tried to hook other people up with getting on the show. <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> Although for me, but I mean, you should do it. You should totally put it on. Well, yeah. for, for our listeners uh, who are not familiar with you, because now we, I mean, I don't know how many thousand we have I now, am black. They're all over the place. <laughs> Wait, what? They're not familiar. What? <laughs> Blair is black in case there was any confusion. I just realized my voice. Uh, so am I in case there was any confusion. Wait, uh, what? We're both black. <laughs> I know. I gotta go. <laughs> yeah, Brian had no clue. Black. It's black history. Blackity black black. So we're having Blair here for Black History Month. Yeah, and, there you and, go. Um, so for, for the people, uh, just uh, if you could tell us, I know you're from the Boston area, right? I am. And how you got into comedy, just the whole deal. Yeah, um, <laughs> I, I, I will shout him out till the day I die or I make it to the Emmys or Oscars or whatever. Um, uh, a guy was uh, hitting on me. I, I at least like to assume he was. Um, <laughs> no open, and he said I should come do an open mic because I was funny. And I was like, oh, that was just the pickup line. And I, How old were you? you uh, oh, it was, uh, it was, it'll be nine years ago this April. Wow. Yeah. It was, I met him at a 420 festival and I was like, in Charlotte. And I was yeah. like, I was being very funny because that's a defense mechanism <laughs> that I use. About that? There's a lot of attractive girls. And I was like, I'll just be the funny one. Yeah. And he's like, you should just open mic. And I was like, oh, are you going to be there? And so I, uh, I, sh- I showed up and I had a like fire set like mm. I, I practiced it for eight days for like six hours a day like, just talking in my backyard like, like and cops am i right and <laughs> you practiced the hell out of his open mic i really did wow. and so when i got there people were like have you been doing this for a while that was my first time they're like oh i mean that's what happens when you spend like <laughs> over 40 hours on a five minute set like right um but i just caught the bug i was like i can be really honest up here and uh there was just uh, a lot of support on the scene then you know, like I, I would do new sets every week at open mics, and they were like, "How are you coming up with this material?" I was like, "I'm just angry." <laughs> <laughs> Stephen King said that it's like ang- uh, comedy is anger with its makeup on, and I just really feel like I had a lot of pent up aggression. But yeah, you know, I didn't. I was uh, grew up in Boston, born in New York. Went to school in D.C., did not start comedy in any of those major markets. And what did you major in? What did you major in? Um, English, English lit right? and yeah. um, double minor in theater and creative writing. Okay, so it's, some of this is there. Yeah, 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 and I did improv in college so and, and theater. So, But, uh, but yeah, no, I never thought about being on stage by myself. 
and it turns out it's, I'm better that way. Well, you know. What did I'm, you What did you think you were gonna do in, in college? What was your <laughs> I was What was pre, a path? I was pre med. <laughs> oh. Sorry, See, we Mom. dropped news here. <laughs> yeah, Nobody knew Blair was pre-med. Wow. Yeah. Pre-U, so you're going to be a doctor. At George Washington University. At GW, too. right. Yeah, so right. Hell I, of a school. When I say in my set that I went there, people are like, oh, okay, whatever. But I did like you all of the medical prereqs. I did all of them <laughs> like with an English major. Um, yeah, it was, I mean, my GPA is like a three, six, so I'm not stupid. So then something, <laughs> so then something didn't feel right. I'm not or? stupid, but I'm stupid. Uh, no, <laughs> I, I, so I, you know, I, I just didn't. Yeah. I was like, you know what? I don't think, I don't like helping people. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's, uh, yeah. That was what dawned on me like around junior year. <laughs> Part of being a I was <laughs> like, I don't like helping people and I don't know how I feel about bodies and blood and stuff. I just knew I wanted the prestige of, of yeah. medicine. My mom was a nurse. So I was like, let me take it to that next level and you know make her happy um and so then i was like no i'm just gonna do english and i'll just go into business or marketing or something and i did a lot of business when i got out of school here in charlotte i was doing um i was a staff recruiter uh, (laughs) how'd you end up in charlotte from up from oh she moved and i followed her you know like i was like let me just follow mom (laughs) just a solid plan and she was like the cost of living in charlotte is nothing so you could like just not have a real job for a while and i was like that sounds <laughs> and so, yeah, I recruited IT professionals for Wells Fargo and Bank of America. <laughs> I know, right? Um, just, I mean, like, even in the eighth grade, I, I think it was my, like, in 2020. Oh, my God, it's 2020, huh? Um, it said in 2020, Blair will be a uh, dancing gymnast comedian. Wow. One out of three. <laughs> so no dancing and no gymnast. I mean, I would say dancing, but I'm pregnant, and it's not cool to twerk with the baby. Uh, not unless you got to. <laughs> yeah, right. She's very right. Uh, but yeah, no, it was uh, it was it was interesting because like um, I just I think I just was you have to follow the straight and narrow path, and then one day you realize no, I don't, you know, and so I just dropped the five year boyfriend and dropped the seven year career and tried an open mic, and I was like, oh. This is like a fake job I can do. Yeah, so, 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 so that 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 brings me to a, a question: what What made you see comedy as a viable career path? Because you could like it, but not think you True. could pay the bills with it. I would honestly say it was that first open mic. I just felt like I was so successful, and like literally every single person, whether they were sober or drunk, was like, "You look like a professional mm. up there." Like, and I and I believed mm. it. Like they're like they're like, and I remember calling my friend from college and be like, "I think I could do this for a career." Wow. So, you know, I mean, I've had a lot of jobs, but they were like, you should. I was like, I could do this. I could make I'm passionate enough about it to make money now. Cut to nine years later. I, <laughs> I think I think every comedian I know has tried to quit like a million times, but yeah. it always comes back to watching something and being like, oh, that's funny. I'm going to write a joke about that. And be like, ah, I'm stuck for life. <laughs> so then so then not only were you good at it, it sounds like you loved it the first time. I did. I did. I'm, I mean, like. And I just, I remember uh, another female comedian asking me before I went on stage, like, are you ever nervous when you go on? And I was like, no, because I'm good all the time. <laughs> what are you talking about? <laughs> I don't think I bombed until three years in. Like, mm-hmm. I literally was just, like, perfect 
Every set was amazing. <laughs> Objectively we were so. I mean, yes, yeah. And I also didn't drink yeah, <laughs> before oh. I went on stage anyway. So <laughs> it was a job job for real. Like mm-hmm. I was like, I took everything I took my comedy very seriously, Will. <laughs> I, I see. Now when you uh when you were coming up, because uh, I know all of us that got started in this yeah. had people that we asked for advice or mentors. Who were some of the early comedians that you were able to kind of bend their ear and they, they gave you good advice coming up? Um gosh, uh, that's a I remember, oh, well, rest in peace, Pinky Brown was mm, one of the people. Goodness, and I remember yeah. him saying, um, remember that you are telling the jokes for the audience. Mm. They're not for you. So if you mm. think of something that's funny, hopefully it works and it's a double benefit. But pay attention to what they're laughing at because that's what's going to work. And so there's a lot of stuff I'll say on stage. There's still jokes right now that I'm like, that's funny? This, this <laughs> Y'all is, like that? This is, okay, because that seems corny to me. But all right, whatever. So, um, Have it your one. way. I know uh, Julie Scoggins. Oh, um, Jules Bry, yeah. Yeah, she took me on the road with her a lot, and wow. uh, she was. And, and like, I have a bad, set, I've had a bad set. Like that was like later on, she would just be like, um, "So what do you think went wrong there?" <laughs> and she's like, totally she, she was like, but she was so cool about it. And I was like, I think I probably shouldn't have talked about so much race in front of a whole bunch of old white people in a country club, <laughs> like during Christmas. <laughs> Maybe the whole mention in Jesus is really black thing was not. <laughs> <laughs> and but but she'd be like I thought it was funny you know but just like you know kind of teaching me to like f- learn my audience in my room and having more accessible material I wanted to be because I talked to her and she was in the same mindset as me off stage but on stage she would you know say her own opinions in a different light mm-hmm. so it would be more acceptable so I kind of wanted to be like that I was like oh I gotta I gotta get there yeah um, I'm trying to think of who else was uh, I mean Josh Wolf. Oh awesome. yeah, Josh has come. I got to work with him so many times when he came here. She's naming all our favorites, Brian. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. all Hall of uh, Famers. Uh, yeah. Josh is like, I remember one time Josh was like, "Hey, did I hear you do that joke last year?" And I was like, "Well, yeah, I have like 15, 20 minutes. I'm gonna do my best stuff." And he was like, "Yeah, you should write new jokes." So, <laughs> like, and I, and I was like, "I have new jokes. I'm just not sure they're strong enough." He's like. Well, trust that they are. And I, I was like, I went upstairs here and I did like three shots of fireball. And I came downstairs and I did like a whole different 20 minutes, like 20 wow. entire different minutes. And he was like, what was that shit? That was really good. What are you doing? And I was like, I was like, OK. So like he I was so mad at him at the time. And I was so like embarrassed that he called me on like just doing my you know, best yeah, what of. you're comfortable with. But he pushed me out of that. And then from now on, I was like, OK. If some if I know someone's gonna see me, I will definitely like someone's like, Oh, come back to see you tomorrow night. I'm like, you will not see the same show. But there's a lot of comics that do the same set for twenty years. Yeah, so. yeah, yeah. And and like and I mean, it, I think that works better for music than comics. There are comics that you could listen to. You're like, Oh, this is my favorite one. And you like yeah. hit your friend, you're like, nah, oh. we're co- yeah. but like, you know, uh, some comics, but not all most of it's most like, not. Really? Did you just come especially if you're famous and it's been on TV? Right. And you're coming around and you're like, I already heard uh, Hot Pockets again. Like, eh, you know? Again? <laughs> but like but like, you know, Aerosmith, you're like, play Dream on you know but uh, like but I remember telling Ryan that I was like uh, I, I was I was dating him for like four years and I was like I'm still not over your jokes yet and like the fifth year I was like you need to just new, new joke I, was, <laughs> I, was, I don't like that soccer joke anymore <laughs> I was, and, I was, and, and I think like, I love you but <laughs> well, and you mentioned you mentioned your mom. Now, did you have immediate family support when you decided this was going to be? Oh what my you gosh, did? Um, my mom is supportive of any and everything I do. Oh, she always has nice. been, but not like nice. 
not like pom pom supportive, but like, okay, well, do it. <laughs> like, and then, like, she wasn't like, this is a horrible decision, but she was like, all right, <laughs> well, just $40,000 a year, George Washington, whatever. <laughs> but yeah, I like, um, I mean, <laughs> she's really cool because I make fun of her so much on stage. Yeah. And uh, I'll call her out when she's like, a couple of the earlier shows she would come watch, and her and my aunt and my uncle were like super Christian too. <laughs> like, oh, was, really? Yeah, that was not, I was so dirtier when I first started. It was like anal sex joke, anal sex joke. Um, <laughs> And I would just not make eye contact with them when I did it, but I was like, I know they're, I don't care, I'm doing it. And I remember one time I called my mom out, and everyone's clapping and looking at her, and she was playing solitaire on her phone during your set, during my set. <laughs> <You know. laughs> I was like, what the? I was like, come on, man, I only have like ten minutes up here. I was like hosting, and she was like, she couldn't wait. Um, but yeah, but I mean, like it, it comes from them. So she's kind of. It was one of those things, like. If I had gone into acting, if I had gone into dance, if I had gone into writing, any of the stuff that people in my family are talented at but never really pursued, she wouldn't have been surprised. Mm -hmm. She would have been like, of course you're doing that. But we would have rather you did like a more traditional path so you had stability and mm -hmm. you know all that kind of stuff. And like, I would have been miserable. So. Right. That Yeah, that matters. That matters. Yeah. I'm like, if it could have worked out where I was like, you know, a good, I was a Dr. Ken, you know, <laughs> like I could be a physician and tell jokes at the same time. I would have done both, but. Right. I was, I don't like people, I guess. <laughs> so, then, so then coming into comedy, which, you know, in many spaces is such a male dominated oh my industry. I mean, what, what, could you talk a little bit about sort of the, the challenges you've faced or what you've had to, the attitude you've had to have to get where you are? I just heard this stat. I'm not sure how true it is, so don't, don't fact check me but, or go ahead and fact check me so you'll know it's probably worse than this it's like 20% of the industry and that means not just comedians but bookers club owners agents are women 20% yeah which is around the percentage that I've been black in most of the environments <laughs> I've had education as well right. um, you used but, to those numbers yeah so I'm, I'm, I'm like I'm like it's it's I'm, I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm a model minority I'm very used to that but um, but every once in a while like in a lot of my materials about that, I've had run-ins where I had to educate someone about race, and it was like it, it wasn't an issue. It was like, "Hey, you're wrong about that," and they'd be like, "What are you talking about? You're a black friend." Um, yeah. Having to educate people about women being equal in this industry is insane. Some of the most supportive people, the, the highest of the higher ups, still don't believe that we have the struggles that we do. Um, I've even heard other women at club, like that hire, like booking agents at other clubs, being like, um, "I need you to make sure that." Like, and this is to a room of women, not specifically me. Make sure that you're dressed nice, that your hair is brushed. You'll be wearing makeup, makeup, look clean, look good, look nice. They want to mm. approach you, and you know, some male comics go on stage, look like they haven't shaved oh, for right. days, like they crawled out of a box, pull their t-shirts <laughs> up and show their bellies, like Ryan, uh, <laughs> 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 like <laughs> wear the same shirt like seven rows, nights in a row. I'm like, oh my god, I can't wear that dress because they've seen me in that dress. There's a picture yeah. of me in that dress. Yeah. Um, now but, that I think about it, every. Most of the times I see you on stage, like like today, like <laughs> yep, yep. makeup popping, everything like snatched as they call it. Yeah, yeah. it. They always looks good. I mean, it, but it's fun. Some of that's from my confidence. Okay, so it's not like I, I, there was a good chunk of time when I was like tired and new mom mode, and I was like, it was either I was putting the effort in because I wanted to to feel good, or I was like, listen, I'm wearing flats, you know, can't do change my mind. Um, skinny jeans are comfortable, get on my face. But um, a lot of women 
are doing it because it's what's expected. And it's just like our appearances, our material, like either if they want to be dirty because they think that's what they want or they want to be cleaner because they think that's acceptable. Like for me, I would dress up in the beginning because I was like, I can say all these horrible dick jokes in a pink tiny dress and I can get away with it. And I would just do a little smile after and they were like, oh, that was dirty, but she's adorable. That was literally, I was like the bad girl next door. I was trying to get away with a lot of stuff. Um, I've cleaned up my act a lot more because I don't want people to associate people associate your persona on stage with who you are. Yeah. And yeah. that's not who I am anymore. So even if I think that way, I clean up how I say it. <laughs> so, huh. um, so like I, I said, now I'm like mean clean. <laughs> it's like, it's still edging on, wow, did you just say that? But like, that wasn't actually dirty. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Nothing, I, I can't pinpoint it. But um, yeah, no, I, I try really hard. If I see a female comic on the rise with some potential to just jump in there before they even say they have a problem or an issue, to be like, do not walk to your car by yourself. Do not let anyone tell you that your material is not okay. Or that, like, I heard, I was, my, um, people thought Ryan was writing my jokes. Really? That, like, you, you write like a bull, you write like a guy. That can't be you. Um, what? I've, people are just stupid. Yeah, I've had people say, you're funny for a black chick, or you're funny for a chick after wow. shows to me. Um, yeah, and, and, and so it's just things that, like, I've heard way more shocking and offensive things about being a woman than ever about being black in my entire life. I've been called the N-word. I'm still more offended by things that I've heard about as being a woman. A woman. Um, wow. Or, like, you're, you're on the road alone as a woman? And, you know, in my wow. 20s, I was like, so? But then, yeah. like, you know, there was crazy people out there, and I was like, oh, okay, I get why this is an issue now. Um, you know, even in just look at a green room. Like, if they have stuff in there for men, it's like, you know, like they don't have, like, pantyhose and nail polish remover and stuff. You know, like right. It's, it's so, geared towards men. I totally don't have hairspray or And I, wouldn't, I don't even notice that. Like, I know. Those are things, as a man, you don't even notice. So the women are right. running because around. Because your to, needs are taken care of. Yeah. My needs are taken care of. <laughs> so yeah, women are sure. running around to bar staff, like, hey, hey girls, you got a tampon? Like, there should be a box of tampons in the green room. There's some lotion and green tea. Uh, but, and, um, but one thing I think I never... As much as I even faked it on the, on the outside to get by, I never accepted it. Okay. I never accepted that I was a woman, so I was less. And, oh, gosh, even though can't be more than one woman on a show. Can't oh, have yeah. a... And I'm like, okay, this lady is married with three kids talking about how tough it is being a mom, and I am a drunk 26-year-old running around doing tequila shots. entirely different sets. <laughs> like, yeah. trust me, but you got two white dudes on the same stage wearing, both wearing cardigans and a Right, they're a different enough for them, like, but y'all are not different So, yeah, like, yeah, as soon as I see a woman, I, I, like, and, I, and I'm so proud of the Charlotte scene right now because yeah. the women on the... I think you had Joy on, Will's on recently. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. Like, Grace is killing it, Lauren's killing it. There's mm -hmm. so many strong female comics out there, and I don't... And they're almost out there like they have something to prove. Yeah. So I'm almost like, but I don't think they do. They just happen to be good. Yeah. Um, and that's great because that's when men slip up. When you guys mm. get comfortable, you don't notice the women are sliding in and just and you're like, uh-oh. Yeah. Yeah, now you need to step up. Yeah, you do. Right, <laughs> right. <laughs> like, I make sure my shows are as met much women on there as possible. If I can get it 60%, I'm comfortable, but I try to, I try to put as many women on as possible. And not just, you know, just putting women to put women on. I'm looking for good women. And, um, and for those listening, though, when she says her shows, Blair produces shows. Yep. Oh, gosh. As well. So, <laughs> yeah. yeah, talk a little bit about wearing that hat. Well, so I was doing six years here at the Comedy Zone. I did Almost Famous, um, and I really had a lot of success with that. I liked doing it. It's too much work now <laughs> as a st an accidental stay-at-home mom with a 13-month-old with a baby coming um, on the way. But, yeah, we have, a, we have a one at Town Brewing. We do once a month on Mondays, and uh, we do something uh, 
sporadically at um, Cider Good Road Cider Works, which is <laughs> the whitest <laughs> venue in town. It's a, a whole venue that sells cider and mead. <laughs> that sounds lovely. To be <laughs> they've got, they've got really wine and beer, too, but it's just like, I was like, oh, white people. Anyway. Yeah, any place that has mead <laughs> on the menu. I, like different types. Like there's a spicy habanero yeah. blueberry mead. I think it's crazy. <laughs> <laughs> it's good. Shut up. I like it. <laughs> but um, yeah, whenever, whenever somebody wants to book me on a show or wants me to produce a show, I jump in there because I love spicing it up and having it not just be just clubs, just corporate, just yeah. whatever. Um, but holy crap, yeah, producing it's is so hard. Especially if you're producing and hosting. Mm-hmm. I've had people walk up to me and be like, how did you do this? And I was like, I was insane. <laughs> I was insane. I was promoting <laughs> I was producing. I was an like on-site manager. Like you know. Oh, you have a crazy work ethic. Like Blair is like Ryan's so lucky to have Blair because Ryan's more like me. Blair is a hustler. You understand? Like this woman it does is, it all. It is slowed down, but I, but he mm. will. We will never run out of post-it notes. I'll tell you that. Like there's, he's got. I put him wherever he. Like it's on the mirror. It's on his TV. <laughs> and, I, and we need to shout him out because people are here like, who's Ryan? Ryan is Blair's guy. Y'all been together long as I can remember. Yeah, since uh, October 2011. Yeah. yeah. And they one baby in and mm-hmm. another on the way. And Ryan is a, a comedian as well. Yeah. Super yeah. funny dude. Yeah. So, we actually have a show here tomorrow night. If anyone's listening, I don't know when this comes out. Uh, it drops the, Thursday. The oh, don't miss it. You guys the, missed yeah. the show. It was amazing. It was, it was sold out. <laughs> it was crazy. <laughs> we do Love and War. Um, which has gotten better and better. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I, I clearly wanted that to happen before it was ready. <laughs> I think us performing together was kind of like how most people's comedy careers start. Like there's potential, but it wasn't like it wasn't like perfect. Um, but what challenges? I mean, having yeah. a having a you know having a, a partner that's also a comic. Like, yeah. what challenges did, did that present? Any we challenges? don't we don't ebb and flow like that. We're not like my, I, have, I have girlfriends and guy friends that. I tend to like I, like I, I don't get Todd Riley on. Is it, is oh it, yeah, we've had Todd. Okay, a so like Todd is someone. If I sit with Todd and we're just talking, it's put up, put up, put up, put up, put up. Like we're just like it's like racquetball. Yeah. <laughs> I, love, right. I love Ryan. <laughs> we have children together, but we don't pop, pop, pop off. Of really, each other. No. I would have assumed that. Nah. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Nonstop laughs. <laughs>, <laughs> no. yep. I mean, it's more like it's more like me going, huh, huh. Huh? <laughs> and then he's like, "You're corny. That's not funny." And he just like, "I'm like, did you hear me? Oh, I heard you." <laughs> and, but then he'll say something. I'm dying. He has me in stitches. He does not think. I, and when he thinks, he, I think I will get four solid laughs out of Ryan a year. Wow. And then he's like that, or or and two that's funnies. <laughs> oh, that's what well, those matter. Those yeah. count now. So that, that's, that's funny. And like, but he he makes me laugh all the time. So it's kind of it's one way street there. But I mean, we have fun. But the like, so I mean, if we had a reality show, you'd be like, oh, they have fun together. Like when we're like, we're like air guitar in the in the car ride somewhere. But uh, oh my god, I saw a brown face and I was like, that's me. <laughs> <laughs> I saw your screensaver. I was like, hey, look, it's me. <laughs> I said, you know, I live in a house of white people. Uh, <laughs> every time I see a brown face, I'm like, hey. How, how awkward would it be though if that actually was your face you? on Will's phone? Like, Will, what the oh hell? Oh my god, no. I don't like like my aunt and uh, my aunt and uh, Ryan's sister both have Wolfie on their screensavers, and oh. I'm I, I, there is a minute where I'm beautiful like, beautiful boy. Why do you have my son on your screen? <laughs> oh yeah, I forgot. Uh, yeah, I'm like, what, what, what's going on? Now, now I got I got to take a second and and thank Blair because I don't know if I've ever just have, but 
when I first started out, you were one of the folks early on oh, really? that went to the Comedy Zone and those folks and said, there's this guy that y'all should check out. Oh, yeah. I say that all Remember? the time. I don't and, think they listen to me. but and that, well, well, I'll tell you what. Um, I think your word uh, went a long way because, you, you know, you had that familiarity and you had already reached a certain place. I might have said, see, you're saying it so polite. Like, I was like, you should check him out. I was more like, you're fucking up. <laughs> I was like, he, he is killing it. Like, he's got three jobs. He's an improv stand-up and he's a lawyer. You need to. But, but it does so much. And we get so many, you know, I have comedians that approach me to listen to the podcast. Like, how do you get in? How do you, how do you, how do you? Yeah. And I'm like, sometimes it takes somebody. Yeah, that well, that has an end to, oh, to, to say your name. Well, thank and I, you for and saying I thank, thank you, you for that. You're Absolutely, welcome, I have to. I, I well, that's what I tell comedians. I don't necessarily an end, but I say always be your best because you never know. I just booked a gig from some people. I was making fun of New Jersey in a, in a, in a, <laughs> on a Galentine's Day set, and they were like, "They're like, you're right. New Jersey's horrible." And but the the set was great. I, I'm not not. You, sometimes you just gotta know when to give yourself props. It was a really good set. I liked yeah. it. And she came up after, and she's like, "We are looking for entertainment for a party we're having." And so you never know. Like I've booked literally. Eighty percent of my gigs, and I, and, and I do booking through Comedy Zone a lot, but I would say eighty percent of my gigs has been based off of other comics or audience members seeing me and saying, "You were great. We like we see what we like what we see. Yeah. Do this show for us." Right. So I'm like, you never know. Like you never know when like there's some famous person on vacation visiting their mom in some small town Tennessee that you're doing a show and they're like, yeah, you're gonna be on Saturday Live now. <laughs> like, so I always try to give my best. I never never phone it in, even when I've been like with the flu right before I'm going on stage, puking in the trash can on the side of the stage, like um, like chugging Nyquil, whatever. Um, always do your best. I would say that. So even if it's an open mic, there's two people there. One of those people might tell someone else. Come back out to this open mic next week. Hopefully, this Blair chick's there. She's funny. You need to check it out. And then, so um, you, you were great when I saw you. So I was like, wow. I remember you did that that uh, University of Phoenix joke. That was my <laughs> yeah. favorite. They're all gonna stand in front of the laptop. Blair, I got to. I got. I got. You know what? I got to tell you what happened with that bit because I used to tell that and people used to love it. Oh no! And, I, and my aunt, I talked to one of my aunts oh, on no. the phone, and she was like, uh, "Well, send me a videotape of your set, and I'll play it at the cookout. I play it for everybody." Oh, so no. I sent her my set. Oh. And I called like two weeks later, like, well, how was it? And she said, oh, I couldn't show him that. Oh, no. And I said, well, why? She said, do you know how many University of Phoenix graduates are in this family? You know, I used to work, I used to recruit. I was an enrollment counselor, one of my nine jobs before I was comedy. I used to recruit University of Phoenix. Uh, so, yeah. That was so funny. That's why I was laughing. I was like, this is real. And, you know, University of Phoenix is a community college. It's, you don't even have to get the four-year degree. I was like, damn. Like, <laughs> she said, do you know how many people are in this school? That's great. That's like, great. I couldn't show that. So See, I retired Phoenix. Oh, no. Oh, yeah. No, there's, there's, there's so many jokes that you realize you're like, I can't tell that. Anymore. Right. Well, I mean, it's gotten so sensitive, the climate now. Yes, so yes, it's, it's like, different. I hear jokes. Oh, my God. We look back at jokes from like 2013 and 14. I'm like, oh. Yeah, I got away with saying that. You know what? Speaking of that, though, that that's an interesting segue because I saw that you had some some really strong opinions about some of the jokes about this horrific crash that happened with Kobe. Oh and yeah, it, it brought up an interesting dynamic in my mind. Like, what is too far? What is what can we joke about? Yeah, what not? What, what, what's your take on that? And people say like, oh, first of all. I posted something in the local scene. It was saying uh, this person who I don't even know who they are. It's probably a Facebook bot. I've never actually met them. Yeah. Posted something super inappropriate, yeah. and I had my own feelings about you know 
Um, I feel that's so, so bad that uh, Gail is backtracking on, on asking Lisa Leslie about that. But yeah. I had some feelings about, hey, remember, like, there was some sexual assault charges on Kobe, right? Like, right. Um, and, uh, you know, yeah, it's, let's not remember him for that. Let's not bring that into his legacy. But I'm not going to, like, raise so up. part of it. Like, yeah, I'm not going to raise him up as a god. I'm just going to be like, this is a really great man. Had a second half. It was mm -hmm. awesome. And let's just focus on that. But, like, I don't need to brush stuff under the carpet. Yeah. But you I wasn't, have to pretend that But I wasn't putting, I'm not a public figure enough that I was putting my opinions online. That was one of those times, like, you could think it and not say it, you know? Yeah. And so people were just making awful jokes. And I kept seeing lots of comedians saying, come on, guys. Don't make jokes about this. It is too soon. You're not a good enough comic. And I was like, oh, my God, all these comedians out here thinking that someone's this awful, that they have to say this. You don't have to say that. No one's making jokes about this. So lo and behold, I just had deleted all of them. <laughs> Apparently, those are all the bad people. First pregnancy. Because, yeah, I told everyone now, like, I'm like, oh, oh, I'm 19 weeks in. It's delete season. Um, unfriending everybody. Block. Canceled. Unsubscribe. Um, because I just get so sensitive. And I, I'm like... I, I, I think I'm rational, but sensitive to stuff. And so I was like, you know, I just said, if you know this person, because I have 174 mutual friends, unfriend him, please, because there's no way you'd want to be friends with him. But that just opened up this gateway to a lot of wannabe comics, which I can't stand wannabe comics. I've never been a wannabe anything. And I, I, I've put that on and, and, and loud about it, you know? I've never been like, oh, I can choreograph dance and then gotten in the middle of the dance floor and been like, you know, like trying to be <laughs> like Jennifer Lopez or anything. I'm like, I'm like, I like to dance. I'll be in the corner. If no one else can dance, oh, you're doing a circle around me? Okay, I'll show you what I got. Like, I'm not going to go out there. And I was like, I was saying that on Facebook another time. I was like, uh, I like to open it up and ask people, like, are there other careers where people do this and just think, so like I'm an amateur nurse, like you know, or I'm right. like, or I'm an, I'm an amateur. Like, oh, I fixed my brother's car, so I can fix yours. Like I was just like, why do they have this confidence and this gall think? to just like? And they're like, they're like, oh well, you know, comedy is uh, you know subjective. Like this is not comedy. There was no punchline. Comedy has a setup. It has yeah. a, even Andy Kaufman. You could see where there's humor if you didn't find it funny and right. it was alternative. Right. Um, you know, there's a lot of people that have done alternative versions of comedy. Zach Galifianakis coming out there with a right. choir singing a cappella. Like, you know, right. people that bring out props. Right. Um, people that are deadpan and just have one-liners. There's so many different types of comedy. But saying just one, I wonder if this happened, and it's a horrible thing. That's not... I'm not and I hate it because I think sometimes people are using comedy as a cover yeah. for hate speech. And I got or for just saying I awful things. I got reported to Facebook, and that got um, taken down. Out of the, yeah, I got like in trouble. I've never been in trouble on Facebook my whole life. But for me, You got saying, in Facebook trouble? I did. For saying this is horrible. Because in the comment section, people started going ape. Like oh. they were coming after people and saying horrible stuff. And I said six comments in. After I said, you're obviously not reading the post that I wrote. <laughs> So, I'm turning off my notifications. Right. I thought I was like so adult, you know. Yeah. And like this guy was like, "Who called me subjective?" I go, "Nope." He's like, "But seriously, you, I, I think Second Amendment." I go, "Nah." Yeah. <laughs> I was yeah. like, also, that's the wrong amendment. Uh, <laughs> I just even our, what is it, Ari? Uh, oh, sure. yeah. Ari, somehow Ari he became like the Westboro Baptist Church. Yeah. Of he just decided that whenever He's, there's something awful, I'm gonna say something he more. He did awful. a Comedy Central special where he named the first and last name. Of an open mic comic, like a, like not a nobody because she's a nobody, but like as in like not recognized in the game in L.A. Yeah, so, and she had one arm, and he was talking about how she was overweight and she should. Oh, she I remember that so nasty. And and she was crying and she was like, I just want to let you know, like I didn't do anything to deserve this, and I believe her just because, yeah. like, even if she did, what could it well have even been? since then he's shown he uh, Bert Bert Kreischer, mm -hmm. he Kreischer. drugged him in front of his family. Like, without telling him. 
Like oh, he, Ari he, like, drugged Bert. Yeah, he like dropped like acid or something. He's a sweet guy. Um, he, yeah, yeah, and, and he, have him on. And, and and he just he said so many horrible things, and it's it's just this thing that's popping up. But he was in Charlotte, and he was like. Uh, it was in the Black Comedians page. I remember someone was like, Some, anyone in Charlotte want to take out Ari tonight? And I was like, I was go like, see this dude. Yeah, yeah. And I mean, I don't, I, I remember him doing This Is Not Happening. I remember yeah. seeing some of his comedy and actually thinking it's funny. I think he's funny. That's the part that but kills me about him. He's lost me. He's lost me. It's like, and, and it's like, and if he apologized and he did the appropriate amount of time off and showed some remorse, you'd have me back again. I'm not like anybody is not able to be forgiven, but. Because maybe he just was like, you know what? I was in a bad place right then, and I just felt like saying negative things. Because, yeah. I mean, we've all been yeah. there, you right. know? Right. <laughs> like, like, you go drive him in a car accident on the highway, you're like, someone better be hurt, you know? Because <laughs> I'm late, you know? <laughs> now, now I, w- I, 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 I want, because I, I would love to hear more of your thoughts on that, but you have to go. I do, um, yeah, you, Blair has a show in 15 minutes. Yep, literally. Final question I want to ask you before you get out of here. Mm-hmm. How has motherhood changed you and your comedy? Because uh, you got this beautiful baby boy yeah. and another little girl on the way. How's it changed you? In the 12 seconds you have left. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, I will say this. I will say everything that I talk about on stage is because I'm passionate about it. But, and I find humor in it. So if I make fun of Ryan and relationships or interracial relationships, it's because I'm passionate about it. But if I'm not talking about a relationship, it doesn't mean anything's wrong with it. I just, I don't have anything funny to say. And for a long time, I didn't have anything funny to say about motherhood. It was like anecdotal, but it wasn't like the way I like to do a punch, which is like a lot of play on words, really hard hitting, lots of like ethical and moral twists going on, making people think. I don't like to do just silly stuff. So a lot of the funny stuff about motherhood is just silly stuff. Uh, Like, I mean, but... That there's a market for that. So I've developed a set for people that want to hear about that, like about how he tries to th- flush my car keys every day. I'm like, I think it's funny, but I just don't know if it's hard-hitting enough. I really want to have a message. So um, I'm, I'm disappointed that I don't have as much mom material that yeah. I'm excited about. Well, you have many years. Oh, yeah, yeah, I'm <laughs> I mean, he, he's, he is a little... Ooh, he, how's, he change, how's he changed you as a person? Oh, gosh. I mean, just... We're so more selfless, you know, like because you, you see them repeat and emulate everything you do. Like he holds the TV, remote up to the TV like and I was like, he doesn't know exactly what those two things are. But he's like, this makes this work. Mommy and daddy do it. Wow. And he he swipes the cell phone. I was like, am I swiping my phone that much? Um, and <laughs> and the keys and everything we like, he pays attention to. And um, like I drink uh, cans of LaCroix or whatever all the time. And Ryan has cans of beer. And so he always wants a can to drink out of. Wow. And so I'm like, oh, God. So, yeah, so very much I'm like, okay, we will eat dinner at the table. We will brush our teeth every night. We're like, So it's definitely made me want to be a better person because someone's watching me. Oh, wow. um, and then also to, to worship and appreciate and adore your children like people that don't spend all the time with them do. Like, my mom's like, look at how perfect he is. And I'm like, really? This little jerk? Like, <laughs> who I just want to like, I was like, I'm right, giving them away. For granted. I'm for just, granted. Just getting them dressed. Well, I think you can understand. Yes. <laughs> just, after you get a child dressed and then they take a giant dump and you're yes. like, I have to do all this again? <laughs> and so it's like, I mean, I, I, I find myself at smaller shows and shorter sets and open mics venting about this. But when a longer set, I still want to talk about race. I still want to talk about politics. I still want to talk about what's important to me. Mm-hmm. I wish I had something more profound to say about motherhood. But yeah, like 
uh, I'm just experiencing it right now. Experience is still in the experience phase. So, so for people listening, how can they keep up with you? Because I, I wish we could stay longer. Blair's got to go. Yeah. How do they keep up and what's up next? Well, the easiest thing to keep up with me is um, my Instagram and my Twitter, which is at Gummy Blair. It's because uh, I have big gums. <laughs> so, like, uh, it's G U M M Y B L A Y R. So, all Y's. Um, and then uh, my website is BlairNiceComedy.com. So I'll show you dates where I'm performing. Um, I'm doing a lot in the next two months, and then I'm going to take a huge break. Um, yeah, yeah. I mean, like, just hard, not as in long. I like, like uh, breaks on it because I just... Yeah, what's number two? When, when is little, July little 3rd is Ooh. when she's due. Um, yes. So you and do need to slow down a little yeah, bit. Yeah, so, so Mother's Day will be, like, my last show, and then I'm taking it. Because last time I was performing, it's the last minute. And the baby kicks while you're performing. That is insane. It is the weirdest thing. It's like having bad indigestion. I can't even imagine what that's like. Yeah, because you can't, <laughs> I don't mention it while I'm on stage. I'm just like, yeah. <laughs> it's like having gas and like and, and like chest pains and everything. So Blair um, was Ali Wong in it before Ali yeah. Wong, Ali Wong. Yeah. Okay, Blair was out here. <laughs> so, um, but yeah, just uh, at Gummy Blair, um, you'll see all the ins- video pictures of Wolfie, um, my belly getting bigger, all my f- crazy late night tweets when I'm insane, I can't get to sleep. And then my website shows what's going on. And then, yeah, you can find me on Facebook. But um, We'll be all around town. We're doing Petra's on the 21st with uh, Kaylee Cuthright and Ramon Perez. It's, oh, yeah. it's going to be two comedy couples. Me, Ryan, Ooh, Kaylee, and Ramon. I like so. that. And it's just an hour show. A nice, tight, mm-hmm. like, quick little show with an open debate after. We're just talking about race and dating and... It'll be fun. I think that show's going to sell out because Petros isn't that thing. Yeah, I can see that. <laughs> yeah, so it'll be fun. Um, but, yeah, nothing's really fun when you're old and tired, man. <laughs> just working. <laughs> like, you know, like, you guys go for drinks after the show, and I'm like, I'm going to Jack in a Box. <laughs> Get some Lay my ass down. potato cheddar wedges or some crap I'll regret tomorrow morning. <laughs> well, Blair, thank you so much. Uh, please come back again. Yes, we got to do this again. So much more I want to talk about. But uh, Blair Nias, Brian, you got anything before we get out of here? I'm good. Support female comics. Absolutely. It's not all tampons and vaginas. We have lots of good jokes. And if if that is what you see, then just go see another one because men do dick jokes all the time. So yeah, absolutely. Yeah, it's my whole set. I'm just getting as many bad words out for a charity event. (laughs) Blair's about to do an event. Thank you so much, Blair, for stopping by. Thank you. Yes, we will see you again. (laughs) And we'll be back. Uh, do you want to come back or do you want to say, let's just uh, let's let's just let Blair yeah yeah. Blair (laughs) sign us out all right see you later support live local comedy bye bye (laughs) the Comedy Zone podcast is a production of Comedy Zone Worldwide and is recorded in a bunker just off the Comedy Zone showroom at the Abbott Exchange Music Factory in Charlotte North Carolina the executive producers of the Comedy Zone podcast are Brian Heffern and Brian Bumpashevitz talent wrangler is Mike Hall Original music composed and performed by John McKeever. <laughs>